Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. We're live. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Mind Body TV. We are in the midst of our Mind Body Miracles series, which is where we're profiling individuals who've come through this work with me in my Embracing Health group and have integrated this and firsthand know what's possible when we activate self-healing, what's possible when we connect within instead of only you know looking outside ourselves for the answers. Um, I am so excited to share this. We've done this uh, each year in the last couple of years, and we just have had such amazing feedback and people whose hearts were really touched by this because they see themselves in these stories. Uh, or people who thought, wow, I never knew this was possible. I was told that this is all I could do, or I'd always have this problem. I'd always have this pain. I'd always have to take medication or maybe just weren't able to have a diagnosis because what they had didn't make any sense. Um, and this has really opened so many people to see, oh, here's what can really happen um, when we, you know, open up and let something else in. So I am excited for everyone who is here live. You can share where you're tuning in from. I love to hear from you. Um, and I'm going to introduce our guest, Jen Young. This beautiful, amazing woman uh, was suffering and struggling with, like she said, a huge list of all the different like syndromes, diseases, symptoms, what she was having with Lyme disease, depression, chronic pain. She's going to share with you a lot of the other specifics of that um, and has come through this work and had an amazing healing experience. The, the thing I was excited to have um, Jen on for was she is such a deeply empathic and awakened person. Um, you know, when we're more sensitive, we feel more, we sense more. But if we're in this paradigm of like, I'm just a physical being, I'm not connected with everyone else, then it's like, what's wrong with me? Why am I so sick? Why am I so sensitive? Why am I feeling these things? And it can really lead us into a lot of anxiety and depression. Um, but it is, in fact, a superpower. And this is a woman who's had so much courage to step into that superpower and see what's actually right about it and let it energize her life. Uh, and let it activate her own healing and expansion as an individual. So thank you so much for being here, Jen Young. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. So why don't you share like what you were struggling with? What was it like? You know, what things you were trying to do and what was first happening, you know, before you found this work? Sure. I wonder if maybe we start at the beginning because um, it looks like, oh my gosh, she's so healthy. And then, wow, she's in bed for 10 years, right? Um, so at the very beginning is when um, it was just a rough childhood, to be honest. It was heavy. It was a lot of sadness and grief and suppression, um, which really taught me to hold my energy in a very specific way, right? My mom was super sick. Everybody was hurting. It was every day was... Um, fight or flight, you never knew what would happen next. And everybody was just smiling their way through it, right? Everyone was like sitting at the dinner table, like who knows what happened in the day? She passed out, she yelled at us all day, whatever. And we're just like, pass the potatoes, everything's fine. Let's talk about spelling, you know? Um, with all of this grief and darkness swirling around that I could see um, my dad and in my sweet grandma who was helping us. Um, and no one was like, um, 
he, no one was talking about their pain. So I learned to just swallow mine. I just swallowed it and I swallowed it and I swallowed it. And I was super sensitive and I could see everybody else's darkness while they pretended they were fine. Mm. Um, so I was dealing with that. And um, I later learned through this beautiful healing work that I was um, being sexually abused as a kid as well outside of the home. So for years. So then I would bring that back home to the chaos of the home and we'd eat dinner and pass the green bees and talk about my balance beam routine, you know? Um, so nothing was talked about. It was all just shoved into these little pockets in our bones. Um, everybody doing their absolute best, just trying to survive. Right. Um, but of course, like that's not survival and the energy, no one could hold that um, that much pain for that long. So it started to percolate out with these physical symptoms. It first started with, I had like severe acne, right? I had all these secrets and trauma and pain tucked in my ribs. Um, so of course it's like trying to burn its way out. I couldn't hold it. Um, but I was taught to suppress, put the creams and take the pills. And, you know, every time it popped up, Oh, this new prescription will help fix it. Um, and then I had severe gastrointestinal stuff. Since I was tiny, tinny, tiny, um, I had diarrhea for years straight, and I just thought that was what the human body does. Um, and I just took Imodium and the pink thing that makes your tongue black, you know, um, suppress it and dry it up and pretend it's not there, um, which obviously wasn't didn't work. So um, my body wasn't listening. Um, and then that led, if we follow the breadcrumbs, to severe back pain, like crippling um couldn't get out of bed for days would have to crawl to the bathroom back pain um and i was a how old were you i was in high school i was a gymnast at the time okay um, so everything was about get back like um i couldn't walk on a monday but how do we go compete on saturday you know um so it was the cortisone shots and the anti-inflammatories and muscle relaxers all the things to suppress it this energy that was so desperate to come out, um, right? The universe calling me for stillness, like talk about stop running and look at yourself because <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed. I was in so much pain. Um, so yeah, obviously it didn't work. I just kept shoving it down. Um, and then in, so that was high school. And then in college, um, I started with some severe depression. Depression like um, for years of just, um, living in shades of gray, everything was gray, nothing was, there was no life, it was just trying to scrape by my, the highest frequency thought I could like, reach for was, if it doesn't get better, I can just kill myself tomorrow. If I can't mm -hmm. handle it, that was like my security blanket, it felt cozy to me. Um, yeah. Because that was a higher frequency than what I was in. Yeah. Um, and that lasted for years. And I tried all the things, all the treatments. Some of the pills would last like a minute, but then you know, the whole point was it wanted to come up and out. And everything I had done from that point was to shove it back in, like as hard as I could um, and keep running and sprinting for my life, um, which we know doesn't work. So that wasn't great. Um, and then through that process, I met a sweet partner and we had decided, OK, time to have a baby. Um, so, right, I'm still like in this crippling darkness. Yeah. but. Um, you know, my childhood not having a mom kind of shattered me. So I knew like my security blanket, I couldn't keep any, I didn't have the, um, the grace of, of having this depression anymore. If I was going to bring this sweet kid into the world. Um, so I don't know. I just shoved it. I just shoved it like far into my bones, all of that pain, all of the energy. Um, 
and got pregnant like right away. Wow. Uh, yes. And I think that preg the carrying that sweet little spirit in my body, she is like, oh, she's beyond magic. That was like the seed planting of my awakening. It was like, it was going to germinate for a really long time still, <laughs> but it was like the seed, right? Of mm, I had such a dark traumatized system. And here was this being that was just magic. Oh, um, so not, not that I'm saying it's good to will any of this away, <laughs> but I did feel good for a couple years. I was like in the bliss of this magical baby. Um, and I knew I couldn't be a sick mom. Like that was my worst nightmare of life. Um, you know, so of course that's what happened. <laughs> and I got sick. I got like sick. Um, I, it started with a tick bite. So many of us, it does. Um, and I tried all the things, you know, I was an herbalist at the time, um, living in an endemic Lyme area. So everyone had Lyme. like, I was so well versed in it. I knew all the, you know, I was treating so many people already for Lyme. So yeah. I knew all the things to do. Um, and none of them worked. And I was studying with these like amazing herbalists. I had access to all the best healers, like in the country and everyone had ideas and what I should do and how to fix it. Um, oh, with such gracious, generous hearts, but nothing worked, nothing worked. Um, and with spiritually, it was huge for me because the plants were my world and they didn't work. So that, that was a huge, um, gosh, it was like a heartbreak for me. Yes. Yes. And then, so I said, well, this isn't working. So I, um, and I'd seen like, tw I can't even tell you the amount of practitioners I've seen, um, like 20 or something. And, and you and said then, you were treating people for Lyme. Yeah. Yep. I had my, my practice. I had all of the things. Um, so and I knew you had that. already become an herbalist by then. Yes. Yeah. And was that arrived at through your own healing journey? Like learning about, sorry, hold that down. learning about this stuff, you kind of got more educated. Well, I think indirectly, like even as a kid, right, I was surrounded by all this darkness and the, the plants always called to me. The plants were my best friends. Like I was collecting jars of plants when I was five and keeping them in my room. I just I was always called there, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it always made me feel better. So I guess, yeah, indirectly, you know, um, but I didn't even realize I had a problem at this time. I was running, pushing, going, you know, like. There was nothing to fix. I got this, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got this. Severe depression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because wow. I okay. could see everybody else's pain. So I just thought it was my job to fix it. I think that's yeah. really too. It was like a tangible way to do that, you know. Yep. Externalize uh, it. Okay. Yeah. So All right. So now you yeah. got now you've got the the tick. Yeah, you're you're you got the Lyme disease. Did a doctor diagnose you? Like, how did that all? Yeah. Come up? Right away, it was easy. I know a lot of people, it takes a long time, but just because of what I knew and where I lived, it was obvious. It was summertime. I had the flu. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, um, here, take these antibiotics. It's nothing. And it was endemic in your area. So people yeah. were more aware of it. Yeah. So it was obvious. Um, so I did the um, month of antibiotics, doxy or whatever. And I did all my herbs, you know, um, and I just kept getting sicker. I kept getting sicker and I kept getting like passed through the Western medical doctors now, because they'd be like, oh, you graduated. So I went to this wonderful Lyme practitioner who was doing his best, but all of a sudden I was cured. And um, it's not Lyme disease, and even though I felt worse than when I started. Now it's um, this rare autoimmune connective tissue disorder that we don't even have a name for yet. So then I would work through that for a while. 
Um, and they'd say, you graduated, the autoimmune disease is better. It's actually Lyme disease. And <laughs> so that happened so many times um, with like all of the co-infections, Epstein-Barr, um, and then it went to mold toxicity and multiple chemical sensitivity. What else? There were so many. Heavy metal toxicity, parasites. The parasites was a fun one. <laughs> um, and adrenal fatigue, right? So it was... Um, and, and who are all these people diagnosing you along that journey? They were all of the best of the best. Like yeah. if you have an autoimmune disease, you have to go to this doctor in New York. I lived on a tiny little island at the time in Rhode Island. Like you had to take a ferry to get anywhere. So I was like scouring the eastern seaboard trying to find... Um, I was such in desperate search of someone to heal me. Like I was looking for the shaman, looking for the yeah. guy in the white coat. I didn't and care. Answer. Yeah. And something, um, it was, I had no awareness that it was in me. It was all outside. I was so desperate, like grabbing outside. Um, mm. And it was, it was, everyone would like say, oh, this, like this person will definitely heal you. And they didn't. And this person will, you know, yeah. um, so it lasted a long time. I and I stopped working completely, and I it got to a point where I could not physically get out of bed. Like brushing my teeth was a choice every day that most times I didn't have the energy for. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of um, exhaustion and pain, and it was just like um, the worst flu of your life for mm -hmm. like ten years. Achy, my bones would. Um, feel like they would explode from the inside out. That was one of my worst pains that no one could understand. Um, and this is why you have a child. So 10 yeah. years of yes. a sweet little girl who just was so desperate for attention and love. So I would then pretend I was fine, um, you know, because that's what I knew how to do was mask. But it was kill it was killing me, killing me. And I was the whole time I was in bed, I didn't rest one day. I was fighting and pushing and researching and controlling my family and control controlling oh control is huge for me yeah. right so there was never one moment of respite in that 10 years it was just fight push someone could have said chop off your arm and you'll feel better and i would have been like yep sign of me course. up of course yeah i'm in i'm totally in right um so that lasted forever wait and uh, mm, i wish that it was like i was healed but <laughs> the thing that really brought me to my healing was that my dad got really sick. Um, he lived with us. He had grown to be my best friend as an adult. And he was just oh, an amazing man with a lot of pain and a lot of darkness who I tried to like siphon and manage for him his whole life. It was heavy. Um, and he got leukemia from everything he'd shoved in his bones his whole life. So now I was super sick. We were living on a tiny island with like nothing. Like you have taken a boat to any medical health. Were you on Block Island? No, Prudence Island. It's, it's way smaller. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it it was just crazy pants. I had a pick line. So like I was hooked up to an IV half the time and my dad was going through chemo. He was passing out left and right. I didn't even have the energy to brush my teeth and I had to make him dinner. Like it was just, mm, that was the dark night of my soul that like brought me to my knees he passed and I just quit. I quit. I said, screw it. I had the pick line taken out. I like fired everybody. And I just, I quit. <laughs> I quit from a space of darkness, but that eventually, um, remember that seed my sweet little daughter planted? It was like, all of a sudden there was like this hope 
which is something that I, I wouldn't even use that word when I was sick. I wouldn't make a single plan. I wouldn't do anything because I was, there was no hope, right? So all of a sudden I quit. And really what it was, was I'd lost a lot of people in my life. People had died. Um, and I could feel people so deeply that when they died, I didn't feel them anymore. And it, I felt awful, but it felt like a relief in a lot of ways. And I took that to mean at the time, lights out, like you die and you're done, you know? Yeah. Um, but my dad died and I could still feel him. I could feel, oh, I could, his heart was just huge. And I could feel him in a way that was different. It wasn't through his heartbreak and his grief. And it was just pure and supportive. And um, he was like my biggest fan as an herbalist. He would call me his medicine woman. Um, and if something was wrong with him, he was like, I'm not going off the island. So you better figure out how to fix this, you know? Um, so, which it was way too much faith at the time, but that is what I started to metabolize. I don't know if it was my knowing. I don't know if it was his knowing. It was something. It was just like, stop looking outside of yourself and go in. Go in. This shaman, this person you've been looking to suck this out of you your whole life is you. Right? Wow. And I was, I was so sick and depleted. So I didn't have any energy to do anything else. So it was like, all right, this is the one thing I haven't tried. I have been running from these monsters and this darkness my whole life. So I just went in. Um couldn't get out of bed. So I just started meditating. And I just started this stillness practice of instead of running for my life, turning and saying, okay, what do you, what do you have to show me? Um, and then I feel like I'm talking a lot. Is this going too long? I'm all over it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And people are loving it. Her story okay. resonates so much with what I've lived through. Oh my gosh. Holly said, I've had septicemia, okay. no identified cause. I was on a pick line. Yeah. Uh, I can relate to this story so much. This describes my life to a T. Oh. My whole life, I look for the answer outside of me. I'm just beginning to understand the answers are within me. Oh. I mean, there's tons of uh, all, all everybody's like commenting. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. Because when you asked me to do this, I was like, my first answer was like, no way. And then I was like, why would anyone want to know this? And I know there's such alchemy in, in the journey and sharing, but I like the old programming was like, Oh, what do you have to tell everybody? Oh yeah. Please <laughs> keep going. Exclamation point. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so feel it. they're rolling in. So, <laughs> okay. So I, so I just started to go in and I started, and at this point I knew nothing of energy medicine. It was like, I was on an alien planet. Right. And I just started to have these awarenesses. One of the first ones was like that this energy behind my illness wasn't even mine. It was my mom's and her mom gave it to her and her mom gave it to her. And I had no idea what that even meant at the time, but it was such a knowing. It was so truthful um, that I just bought it. I just believed it. And I would cry this stuff out and I would feel better on the other side. Like I would puke my guts out and this darkness would come out. And then I'd be like, all right, like I feel oh. better. Yeah. Yes. But I was doing it alone on the bathroom floor. Yes, like, it's like a self-guided awakening. I, yeah. I can relate to that because when I was, well, not even before I was sick with the autoimmune disease, I had had this like panic disorder, anxiety disorder. And this was in 1991. Like this was even before that. It was like 1989, very young. You yeah, didn't yeah. hear people talking about anxiety or people yeah. talking about regulation or meditation, like any, there weren't words for any of it. Right. So I had to start noticing, oh, when I breathe this way, this happens. Oh, when I think those thoughts, exactly, my body's jumping and let me think these thoughts instead. And I, it was like a self-guided thing. So bravo. <laughs> 
Thank you. It was it was amazing and it was terrifying and it was all right. It was all the things. And I had nobody to talk to about it because how do you even explain? Like, why do you feel better? Because I just cried for 10 days and now I'm good. Like, you know, yeah. um, but it, it did like everything started to come back. I started to feel better. I started to come alive again. Right. It's like that seed that got planted with my sweet pregnancy, like all of a sudden. Right. Of course, I think like a plant, but all of a sudden I was like coming back to life and it was mesmerizing. And I'd read every book in the world that I knew of and every heal and nobody talked about, about this at all. Right. It was just I really felt like either I'm going crazy or I'm an alien or something. Um, but it doesn't matter because I feel better. So I'm into it anyway. <laughs> um, but then but then I saw one of your mind body TV episodes and it was like, oh, my God, I think I cried for a week after it was just like fireworks for me because it was a so validating because it's like you are not the only one doing this. And it was just um, it became this lighthouse for me this, this like guide for me, like, it was like, I was lost in the forest on my own, like just feeling my way, you know, and then you were saying all these things right on time, all of a sudden, something would come up. And I'd be like, I don't know how to metabolize it. I don't I feel stuck. And I'd watch something of yours. And it would be like, Oh, my God, like she's in my head. Um, and the synchronicity was amazing, amazing. So I was feeling better. And, and this was just from watching you on YouTube, I hadn't worked with you yet. Um, so I was feeling better and better. So I was like, well, all you know, all I really know how to do is be of service. So I'm like, I'm ready to go back to work. Um, so I'm ready to start practicing again. But I so then I was it was so confusing because I couldn't go back to um, the herbs the way I used to because um, I just knew there was something so much more. Right? It was very it was a really wacky time for me. Um, and you were just um, presenting a be the medicine program. And I was like, Oh, like, ding, 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 ding. Obviously, this is the move. Um, because I was I was as I went back to work, the plants weren't working the way that they used to work. But it's um, as I became more embodied, and I as I healed myself, I could see deeper than I used to be able to see, I could see um, what was causing the sleeplessness rather than just seeing the sleeplessness. Right. So, I, and this isn't for every herbalist. Obviously, there's magical people out there. But for me, I was using plants kind of like band aids, right? Like I was just like suppressing symptoms with them in my old way of being. Yeah. Um, and I knew I couldn't do that anymore. That's just shoving it deeper into their bodies, which is what got me so sick. So, how could I then go do this? Yeah. Um, so, well, I you also saw how it didn't work to get at the depth of what's coming up for you. And this is so many practitioners I've worked with have said the same thing. Like I had to go to a deeper depth in my work because yeah. there's other people who are in my experience, in my same situation. And I want to go to the depth they need as well. So you've got to like open the space for like a yeah. whole new understanding. Yeah. And which thank God I went that dark because now I could see it in other people and I could, um, I knew, I knew, oh, I see the programming that's going on here. It's that's why you're having the migraines, right? But everyone um, just wanted the the, the herbs. <laughs> so it was challenging. It was, and I tried to walk both lines for a little bit, you know, um, but eventually the last client that I saw just for herbs, I, I was already like, I just can't do that. But it was like a friend of a friend. So I was going to abandon myself a little bit and, you know, do the herbalist thing one more time. And it was a horror show. It was horrendous. It was this sweet woman in her 70s. She hadn't slept for years, more than like two hours at a time. 
right? Um, so all she wanted was a plant to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which I saw, like, I saw that, like, oh, I wanted to make her feel better, you know? But I could also see the lifetime of grief. It was like waking her up in the night to meet, you know? Yeah. Because it was the only time she was stopping. So I was like, oh, this conundrum, like, do I give her this plant that's going to help? Or I really just want to cuddle the crap out of her grief and help her move it, you know? Yes. Um, so, but she was not interested in that at all. So I gave her these plants that work like magic tricks usually. Um, and they were like, her system rejected them completely. Severe diarrhea. And these are like food type plants. Severe yeah. diarrhea. Like, yeah, it, it was just uh, her system. Yeah, there's a reason she's coming to you and not that other herbalist. I know. I go there. <laughs> but her system was like, no, I don't want to go to sleep. I want to tell you this stuff. Like, stop and look, you know? Um, so that was my beautiful message from the universe. Like, okay, like you just don't have the option of practicing that way anymore. <laughs> Even when it's what people are coming to you with and what they want. Um, Cause I knew it wasn't of service, you know? And there's no, so that was a great experience for you mm -hmm. to get your clarity and have your answer and have your own guidance of like, yep, no, we're really leaving that behind. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful and important. Um, and along the way, as I healed, I was called different ways energetically to different, obviously to you, um, but another kind of energetic healing modality that really helped me. So I became a practitioner in um, that, you know, and I started to gather like my little toolkit <laughs> yeah. um, just on how, um, when I see the root cause of the stuff that's going on in people, um, how we can be of service and how to help them move it and how to like, follow their breadcrumbs but like backwards to see really what um what's caught what's the and in the foundation beneath all of these symptoms you know so when you came so let's look at then the embracing health you, you've come yes. through this work yes um i know you've had like you participated fully you've had amazing intense you know shifts and changes and amazing intense journey in general where <laughs> let's just go to like what results have you found and then we can talk about like what the journey has been like as well yeah so just from embracing health like this year has been just a revelation right and i so i started to be the medicine which was in my mind i could do because it was of service for other people right yeah. all my old programming it wasn't about myself it was for everyone else so i could spend the money and then i learned to be the medicine like oh that's not right um and once you held space for me and be the medicine, I, you came on to the hot seat and that that one event changed my life. It changed my life so completely because before that, I just thought that I was too big, too much, too broken. I always had to hide big pieces of myself around other people. Um, and you were like, nope, bring it on. I, I'm big enough to hold that. And I was like, oh my God, it changed everything. So then I was like, I, I know I'm doing this for more than just my business. And obviously now I know that healing me is for that, but I didn't yet. Um, so I said, I have to do this embracing health thing for myself. So that, you know, Be The Medicine was a bigger investment monetarily, but energetically deciding like I'm doing this for me was, um, I mean, life changing, life changing. Um, and the structure of it and the scaffolding up, like it was all right on time for me. So every... Um, when I was healing before, it was like I was like on a roller coaster in the dark, like, whoa, I know, you know, just holding on for dear life. But um, <clears throat> the structure of the program, um, 
it was like guideposts for me and all of this old, um, there's so much that I hadn't realized in my own healing yet, um, of the belief systems and like deeply rooted programs that were built around that dinner table of suppression and don't talk about it. Um, those really came through for me this year, like came out, um, in the most cathartic ways. Um, and are continuing to, I mean, I'm sure they will my whole life, but the, it was just the structure of embracing health and also the community that it created, um, right? Like the alchemy of a group going like on the same roller coaster. Yeah, like, and everyone in the group is, is kind of your same story, but like a different flavor yes. where it's like, oh my gosh, there's no way. Like this defies all the laws of physics, why I'm not getting better. <laughs> Yes. And then it's like, oh no, there you are on a journey and it is a blessing and it is for your benefit. And it's awakening you to, I'm electromagnetic. I'm a creator as within, so without, where am I creating this? And how can I create something else and let my body be healthy? I think everyone in there is willing to go so deep yeah. into that awakening. Yes. And then we get to watch them doing it and like they're doing it for us and with us. It's like this whole... Yeah. Uh, like magic soup of healing. <laughs> it, it is because like you said, where each, each of us does our own part, but it all contributes to the whole. And yes. people are, are always telling me like, I've gained so much from this other person or that other person, like they're yeah. moving the energy for me. Absolutely. And every time it was right on time, it was like, um, if I didn't already believe it, it would have just blown my mind because it was, it was like exactly the deep, sweet medicine that I needed. And the first three people of your call, it would be like, oh, well, they just do move that for me. So I don't need to say anything. <laughs> you know, it was um, it was so always right on time and just such a different experience than I had on my own at the beginning, you know, because it was terrifying. And there was pockets of healing that were just like I thought I was dying. And if I had had like when I remembered my childhood sexual trauma, wow. If I can't even imagine the difference it would have made to have a community hold me through it, like this community has this year, you know? Um, so it just, like I can feel all the people out there in their like dark spaces of um, hopelessness, you know, in, on, on the parts of their journey that are just so hard. And I'm just so grateful that they're seeing this and that they don't have to try to just fend for themselves because I got you, you got you, the community's got you. Like, it's such a different, um, no one was meant to heal on their own in, in isolation. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right about that. Mm. <laughs> I tried that too. Yeah. It was a hard, it was a hard, I know it was important for me. I know it was a, I don't regret it, but woo, imagine if we didn't have to imagine if there was like this group out there that had built the curriculum exactly for what you needed when you needed it. like it's mm, it's priceless i would rather have that than the millions of dollars you know just because um the support like in feeling held is everything it's everything wow and and you found that through the embracing health work yeah oh my gosh so deeply um it brought me, you know, cause healing is not linear. It's not like, Oh, I got in bed and then I got out of bed and I'm great. Um, it's like multi-layered and it just brought me so much deeper, so much deeper. So yes, I was out of bed, but, um, I was kind of out of bed and like, okay, that I still had a couple symptoms because, Hey, I'm not like almost dead in bed. So I can handle all of this stuff. You know, I was kind of okay with 
before I started embracing health, I was kind of okay with just getting by. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, F that, like, <laughs> that's not enough. I'm here for so much more. I'm here for bigger and better. And right. Like, why would I just settle for that with this life of mine? So yeah. I think that was probably the biggest gift. So when I started embracing health, I was, um, you know, out of bed, functional human, but not, I didn't have much energy. I was, um, like exercising would have been like a funny joke to me. Right. And I, as, as I went through embracing health, I started to get energy back, like sparkly energy back. And I started, you know what I started playing was pickleball. Sounds so silly, but it was, awesome. I know. And it was so fun. And there was, Oh, it like brought me back to life. And I was like playing and there was like monarch butterflies flying around. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what life can be. Like, what the F was I doing this whole time? Right. It was just, yes, I got healed by pickleball. <laughs> Sounds so silly, but right. Like, Oh, and I would notice like I can run a little bit and Oh, like, right. And it was shocking me, shocking me, shocking me. Um, and now I'm like going to the gym and, you know, without even thinking about it. Wow. Where before I was like, I'm not going to have another glass of water because I'd have to climb back up the stairs to get it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So you're feeling good. You're doing things. You're enjoying your life. You're playing pig ball. I'm blown <laughs> away. Um, what else? What is your relationship like with your daughter? Oh, she's like such a magic She's magic. Her name's Rhea. She's like sunshine in a bottle. Um, but I, the thing that also is, I think, so important to talk about in this work, because I've been talking about it in a very myopic way, is that as I healed, it healed everybody around me. It made space for everybody around me. So as I healed, I watched my daughter heal. As I healed, I watched my husband heal in like really revolutionary ways. I can give you one example of my sweet daughter. Um, she won't mind me sharing, but I was doing this really deep healing work. Um, with this beautiful woman, um, Joy Truscott. Oh, I love her so much. And she, um, we were going in deep into the court of abandonment, right? So I had this whole thing, this really cathartic morning. I like cried my eyes out. This it was really intense. Abandonment in my life was big. Um, so then went about my day. My daughter got up, you know, and I went next door, which I do all the time. And I came back home and my daughter was like a heap of crying puddle on the floor. And I was like, what? And she was a little venomy, like, I can't believe you left me. Like, I needed you so bad. Literally, I was at my name, but we, we were in a duplex. Like, she could have knocked on the wall and I was would have hurt her, right? But she was just, um, it was all of this stuff pouring out of her. And at first, I was disoriented because it was so not her nature. And then she was, like, sobbing. And she said, I just felt so abandoned. And I was like, oh. Like, so it's not usually that direct and obvious because it would just happen that morning jumped out of me. And then I just held her as she sobbed for an hour and it just, all of it came straight out of her. And then she was like, I feel so much better. That was weird. Let's go have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That fast. Yep. 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 And, and what happened with your husband? I think oh. these are interesting stories because like yeah. a lot of people understand like, okay, this is going to affect my health. But when they come into this work with embracing health, it's a lot like you were at like, okay, just get me out of pain. Let me walk up and in my stairs and I'll be good. But when you come in, you realize like, oh my gosh, I can have actual freedom and it affects every aspect of my life. And that a lot of people will say like, these are things I never expected to change. But all of a sudden my husband's getting up and doing the dishes. I didn't even ask which used to be like, I have to do everything and they're holding it all together. And so like really un, you know, unforeseen changes can happen so effortless because you're shifting your electromagnetics. Yeah, it was dramatic. He is 
he won't mind me sharing. Um, yeah. We were kind of strangers, right? I was this pain when we met, met and married. I was in so much pain and had 20 masks on. He never knew me. We just were living kind of like parallel lives and kind of miserable. We didn't, there was no joy. There was no, it was, it was just existing. But as I, and he's, um, he held a lot on it of his own stuff, you know? Um, but as I started to heal and layers went, he like it totally shifted our relationship first of all because i wasn't controlling manipulating like i'm in charge don't fuck with me don't mess with yeah, me kind yeah. of you yeah. know what i mean so it made space for him to kind of join the party to like be involved in the relationship rather than just bossed all the time right where before i didn't realize that was what i was doing energetically i was just um in my running was running from him as well you know mm -hmm. and he he started meditating he um and he's a police officer like he's not the stereotypical meditator um and then he we found kyle cease who i know you love and he made the commitment to go work with him in california like so like totally shifted him as a person and how he shows up for me and for my daughter and for at work like um he's like moving mountains at work and making great change it's so beautiful. You know, it's so You know, beautiful. I was going to just ask you about, because Holly's saying, hey, can this work help with deep-rooted fear around money? And <laughs> I know everyone in there, that money's a part of the equation, how I relate with abundance and flow. Am I receptive to letting, you know, massive flow come into my life? Or am I still like, no, no, that's too bold. You know, it's, a, it's an energy change. How did mm -hmm. that affect um, your experience with money? Uh, well, money was never a thing for me so much, but it was my, oh, but I do have a good story. Um, I guess it was in the sense that I didn't think I was worthy to spend anything on myself ever, um, just because I kind of thought I was unworthy in life. Um, so when I decided to do Be the Medicine, um, I was like, where's that money going to, because it was kind of spendy. I was like, how on earth? I haven't gotten out of bed in 10 years. I'm going to spend all this money. But I just said something in me knew I had to do it. I didn't know where it was coming from. I just put it on the credit card, right? big chunk of money. And then literally three days later, we had refinanced the house. We weren't supposed to get any money back. And the guy was like, handed me a check. And he said, Oh, like, for some reason, something happened and you get this money. It was like, almost to the dollar, the amount of money that I spent on be the medicine. It was like, just another one of those like, obvious signs from the universe that you are yeah. so taken care of and provided for. Like, if ever you thought you weren't abundant, it's like a funny joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what a blessing. I, I, I mean, it, it, we have to choose it. And even a lot of times people will choose this program and then they'll go into this fear response. Like they'll follow and trust their knowing. I'm clear. I'm clear. Boom. And then it's like <gasps> all the programs come up. What did I do? I can't wow. it won't work for me. Um, yeah. were any, did you notice anything like that or fear come up? Yeah, all the time with everyone <laughs> because they get louder as they're ready to die, right? So it happened with me when you said, do you want to, it wasn't about money, but do you want to come and do this live interview? And my first it, like programming was like, oh my God, no chance, no way. Like who, A, who would want to listen to me, right? Because a big part of my, um, what kept me stuck and sick for so long was that my journey wasn't nearly as dark as other people's journeys. So how dare I even talk about mine? Right? How dare I even look at it? Like, yeah, my mom died, but I had a dad. Right? Oh a lot my of people don't gosh. We yeah. diminish so much. We diminish <laughs> our experience because grief is grief. 
depression is depression. It's worse than the physical, like the, the energy and the, the, the pain and panic. And like, that's all like so intense and you can't quantify that or compare it. <laughs> I know, but it's really, it was, and as it came up, it's really beautiful because it's different. Now I can watch it with awareness and be like, oh, that tender space needs to be seen from it. Yeah. Before I would have bought the lie. Like, yeah, like who wants to listen to my stuff? Everyone's going to be thinking. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute, Jen. I just lost you. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Everyone's going to be thinking where it, where it cut off. Um, just everyone's going to be thinking, like, who is she to be saying her life was so hard? You know, like, all, it's just all the oh, yeah. program. Right? That's the voice. You don't get to have that. Yeah. So I've you been know, reading so those this week. <laughs> So, so you're at the gym, you're playing pickleball, obviously out of bed. Um, yeah. Where are things with that whole like laundry list of Lyme, autoimmune? You know, it's funny when you made that list, Epstein-Barr mm -hmm. virus, Lyme disease, autoimmune disease, mold, chemical sensitivity, parasites, adrenal fatigue. Like if you add MS and inflammatory bowel disease and maybe like cancer and fibromyalgia, you almost got my whole list of like what everyone... Yes. I brought my mine too. <laughs> okay. And so where are the, all those things now? So they're all amazing. It, and, but I, here's the more remarkable part is that like midway through embracing health, I would have just said, they're amazing. I never need to see another practitioner again. Like, right. I'm a magical healer. Right. I need nothing else. But I think part of what embracing health brought me that is even more remarkable is that I now I'm seeing a practitioner to gracefully clean up some of the biochemical stuff that before I wouldn't have given myself that luxury, right? Before I just would have been like, um, pumped them out of bed, right? But now I'm like, yeah. oh, I still do have a few little lingering things that could be of service. And just I approach- and receiving. And I felt like, um, I didn't hunt for this practitioner. I didn't do all this research. Someone talked about it and it was like, ding, 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 ding. I didn't know anything about the person it turned out that they had Lyme and healed themselves from Lyme. And I was, you know, it was like this beautiful synchronistic thing that where I'm feeling held and supported. Whereas before yeah. I wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? I just would yeah. have stayed in the good enough. Where you don't space. know who to go to. You just go to whatever. Right. You got to go there. I got to go there. I got to take this. I got to take that. What did you take? Tell me I'm going to take it. Yeah. But when exactly. you connect, I had one person told me the very next day, found a homeopathic for severe hyperthyroid that was like having her be hospitalized repeatedly. Yeah. We, we had done a, a private session and like the next day and she had tried homeopathy. She had tried, you know, every single thing you can imagine, but yeah. it's an important thing to realize. Like when I shift my frequency and I shift my electromagnetics and I, I shift my consciousness, the resources come in, the clarity comes in and then they actually work as yeah. opposed to I say in that old foundation of disconnection, you could do a million things and you're like, nothing's really working. Oh, you froze. Um, you froze too. <laughs> we both froze. Oh boy. Are we here? <laughs> All right. We're um, here. <laughs> we are here. Um, but I received it in such a whole new way. I received it with grace and letting myself be held and not having to control any of it. And I'm not even researching the crap out of it. Like I normally would have, right. There's so much more ease and grace and um, letting myself be supported where that was um, 
never something I would ever let myself have in the past. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for being here. I love that you shared with such an open heart and so much eagerness and enthusiasm. You're so beautiful. I love you so much. I'm so glad we met. And I'm, I'm I just so think honored. you're an amazing being on the planet. If if I had known you existed, like, I don't know, 30 years ago, it, in fact, maybe some way I did. It just, mm -hmm. you know, always would give me hope. Like there are other people on the planet. You're not the only one. You're not alone. And I used to think, well, someday I'll meet these other people who are so deeply empathing that you can feel the whole world, you can feel the whole planet, but you just, you don't know that's what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just really glad the day we met, I just could feel so much of the bells and whistles of that, that completion for me. So oh, you're what, a gift. what a gift. Thank you, Kim. Do you have anything um, that you want to share? So let me share the link because if you want, people want to check out the Embracing Health program, I'm going to share the link for that. It's at drkimd.com forward slash health. And it has the information there to fill it out. Or, or if you have any questions for us, you can um, email us at support at drkimd.com. Um, what, what other things did we not touch on or any last parting things you want to leave us with? I just think that if you're watching this and there's any, like even like one drop of, oh, this could be for me, give yourself the grace of exploring it. Give yourself that grace because um, I can just feel all of people out there that are just calling for it so deeply. And I am just so grateful, so grateful that you have created the container and the structure and the support for them. You've been that lighthouse for so many. So let yourself be held. Thank you, Jen. I love you, girl. Thank you for doing you. what you're doing and being so you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for being here live. Thank you for everyone who has been uh, listening and the recording or the podcast. Mir Jim's Embracing Health is amazing. I recommend it. Yeah, I know there are people in here who've been in the, um, the course. Uh, for others of you, if you want to share in the mind body community anything about your experience, I know. It may seem insignificant, but others really do want to hear it. Um, or if you're watching uh, in YouTube, you can share there. Um, subscribe if you're in YouTube at Dr. Kim Duramo, my YouTube channel. Come on over if you are in Facebook to the Mind Body community. I'll be here each week live at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. And the rest of this month is the Mind Body Miracles series. So we're going to have some really amazing and beautiful, incredible stories. Yeah. Can I just share my website in case anyone feels called? Please, yes. If you have a website, let's let's have people find you. It's called rootedwellnesssalem.com with three S's. Rootedwellnesssalem, S-A-L-E-M.com. Yep. Beautiful. Thank you, you so much. Find Jen and find her work. Um, I think it's very important, like you're sharing doing healing work and it's in the consciousness you're in that matters. It's not about the pill. It's not about the root. It's not about the plant. It's about the consciousness of that practitioner and where are they functioning from? Are they functioning of a space of let's fix your headache or are they functioning 10 dimensions deeper where they have been able to meet the depth of their own pain and their own aliveness, which kind of are interrelated that they can assist you in meeting yours that is the whole game, right? And then it's like, whatever plan you're using, whatever medicine you're using is just the conduit for that transmission of consciousness. 
So beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm glad for the work you're doing. Lots of love, everyone. I'll see you next week. If you're interested in being a part of the Embracing Health program, it starts in June. You will receive the program as soon as you register now. And then the live part starts in June and we'll be together for a year. Uh, I'll be in there with you for live calls. Jessica and Alicia, the Mind Body Mentors, will also be a part of that. They're amazing. Um, if there are other questions or things, you know, check out the page, drkimd.com forward slash health, if this resonates with you. And I look forward to seeing you there. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.